I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Welcome to News Du Jour. You may be wondering, why am I, Annie Bowles, here hosting this podcast? I usually start by telling people I'm a political baby. You see, my parents met working on Capitol Hill. By the time I was two, I had been in my first political commercial and even got lost crawling around the West Wing. Don't worry, Al Gore found me. My family then moved abroad when I was nine, and I attended an international school in Brussels with kids from all over the world, and it is this type of global perspective that I also bring to our show. I graduated from American University in D.C. after studying political science and art history, as well as interning on both sides of Capitol Hill. I even interned down the hall from where my parents met. I'm now pursuing a professional certificate in journalism at NYU in conjunction with Rolling Stone magazine. I guess I was always that friend in the group who cared deeply about not just what was going on politically, but also globally. I often kept my own friends informed through high school and into young adulthood. So I guess I've always done a version of this show. I'm genuinely passionate about following the news, and I'm here to break it down for you guys every weekday. We always strive to be a calmer space to get your news, or as one listener put it, like getting your news from a well-informed bestie. I'm so glad you're here. Hey guys, so we had a very exciting day yesterday between the Oscar nominations coming out and now with the Republican field narrowed, we had the New Hampshire primary election. So super exciting, lots happening. We also have a lot to go over in terms of all the global conflicts that we are seeing right now. So let's go ahead and jump into our episode. So first and foremost, we have to discuss the Oscar nominations coming out yesterday. As I mentioned on yesterday's episode, I was very invested in seeing Lily Gladstone's name on that best actress list. And there it was. I may have to watch every other film that has a best actress nominee in it so that she if she gets beat, I can evaluate whether or not I thought it was fair because Guys, Lily was Killers of the Flower Moon. Her role was everything in that film, and she was just like a character that sticks with you. So I'm, again, not only is she going to make history, but it was just such an interesting character and an interesting role that I was really invested in seeing her name on the list, and now we're going to have to wait and see if she wins. Other films on the list, though, that cleaned up were unsurprisingly, Barbie and Oppenheimer. But other names on the list that were, you know, repeated quite a bit were Maestro, Anatomy of a Fall, Poor Things, and The Color Purple. 
It's the time of year where I love to use these nominations as like a personal movie list and just bust out the popcorn with my husband and kind of work through it. It's always been worth our while. And when the weather is this shitty, you might as well. I mean, what else are you doing on the weekends? Nobody wants to get out. Might as well hibernate a little bit with some popcorn and a glass of wine. Next up for today, the Republican field has narrowed. So unfortunately, as of the time I'm recording this, people are still voting, actually. So I do not have results for you guys. We will cover everything in great detail tomorrow, you know, just to sort of evaluate where things stand. But as we mentioned a few days ago, Ron DeSantis is out of the Republican primaries, you guys. He dipped, he peased, he folded. So now that leaves two. Nikki and Trump. And you know what? Nikki doesn't really seem like she has a solid path to beating Trump, but she is waiting in the wings in case he were to somehow fold through other, you know, means, basically all of his various court dramas. And she really needs to work now on building up to really feel like a number two to Trump. That is going to be the thing she has to do because. Before this, she was sort of like elbowing Ron DeSantis out of the way. So now that he's gone, she really needs to elevate her platform. And this is now bringing sort of a new conversation to the forefront. Who is the Republican Party and who does the leadership versus the average Joe really want being a Republican to be all about? Are they a Republican more like Nikki Haley, who is a little bit more mainstream, you know, not as far right? Or are they diving deep into the MAGA of it all? I am going to be with you guys every step of the way when it comes to this election. We have a lot of moving parts here. This is not a simple um, one and done kind of election. We do not know the candidates yet because of all the different factors that are going into this particular race. So it's going to be a really fascinating and historical one to watch. I'll keep you guys posted and we'll go over those election results tomorrow. And then, of course, we have to get you guys some global conflict updates. Content warning, this story involves war. So Israel has said that it encircled the city of Khan Yunus, you guys, and that is a southern city in Gaza. It's about a 25-minute drive from Rafa that we've talked about on the border with Egypt where the vast majority of Gazans are living in tents, you know, fighting to survive. As Israel encircled Gaza City in the north earlier in the war, things seem to really calm down in the north. So I'm hoping and praying that that is what we will see here in the south as well and that the violence will kind of putter out. We will definitely keep you guys posted, though. For our next update, the EU met with Israel to discuss the prospect of a post-war Palestinian state. Increasingly, Israel is seeming openly resistant to this idea, saying that it would appear to reward the violence that happened on October the 7th. European leaders, however, remain frustrated by the lack of planning for a post-war Israel-Palestinian relationship. 
because at the end of the day, the existing relationship has not worked. It has not been working. It has been incredibly violent. And with the millions of people, both sides on this conflict, living in very, very close quarters and not planning to go anywhere, there needs to be a road forward that is paved with good intentions from both parties or else this violent cycle is set to continue. Okay, guys, so our next update has to do with North Korea. And when North Korea entered the chat for today's episode, which, you know, we'll get into, I realized it was time to kind of rename this segment from Ukraine and Russia and Israel and Gaza and Iran and Yemen and so on to global conflicts. Yes, that is where we are at now. There are so many global conflicts going on and they are so interconnected like a spider web that I think it is vital we look at them holistically. These events are not happening in isolation, but rather like a big bowl of spaghetti all tangled and woven into one another. And at the heart of all of these conflicts is really a fight for democracy and for free movement and free speech and freedom in general. Countries like Iran, North Korea, Russia, and even China are not interested in their people having these types of freedoms, and they want to expand their influence to other territories. And we are seeing this sort of play out on a geopolitical level at this point, because now North Korea is supplying missiles that are fueling Russia's fight against Ukraine. So far before this point, North Korea had only sent Russia some dusty old artillery shells, some of which weren't even working properly. So it's kind of one of those, you know, team ups that people shrug their shoulders at a little bit. But just now it's coming out of North Korea that they have sent Russia about 50 missiles. And those missiles appear to have been manufactured much more recently. They were just used on the battlefield over the New Year holiday and just this past Sunday, and they appear to be working just as well as the ones Russia had built for themselves. According to reporting for the New York Times, Southern Korea officials are warning that North Korea may have been using Ukraine as an opportunity to test out their weaponry for their own crusades against countries like South Korea and the United States. Russia has also asked for missiles from Iran as well. So it has gotten to a point where all of these countries are teaming up in a much more tangible, physical way. There are Ukrainian lives that were taken by machinery made in North Korea. This is the global expansion of autocracy that we're witnessing with our own eyes. And that is something so incredibly alarming that we need to pay attention to. And in our final update for today, in his first public appearance since being in the hospital, Lloyd Austin has publicly said that he feels the U.S. must, quote, not waver, end quote, in its support of Ukraine. He went on to say, quote, let's be clear. Our support of Ukraine's struggle against tyranny makes all of our countries more secure. If we lose our nerve, if we flinch, 
If we fail to deter other would-be aggressors, we will only invite more bloodshed and more chaos. End quote. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, People who are good at making excuses are rarely good at anything else. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review on that platform or a shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us to be able to keep creating the news du jour and reach more people who need a calmer space to consume the news. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugar free media. And that is also linked in our show notes. You can follow us on social media at newsdujour.podcast on both Instagram and TikTok. You can follow my personal account at it's Annie Bowles on both platforms as well. Any little noises you may hear in the background are my rescue pup. He has a little separation anxiety and always records with me. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from... Oh. Oh.